Our next storyteller. Hello and welcome to The Narrators. This podcast collects stories from our live events where people share true stories based on a theme. Your next storyteller is Adrian Mesa. Hands down, Adrian is one of my favorite people on the planet. He's a comedian, chef, and actor originally from Hollywood, Florida. He shared this story about his family, their beloved mango tree, way back in February of 2016. Man, I've been thinking about it ever since, especially these days when we're all peeking our heads out of the pandemic shadow and pondering how we're going to recover from this past year of tragedy and, well, where we're going next. Adrian told this story live in front of a packed crowd at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. The theme of the show was DIY or die. Hello. Okay. Adrian, 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 you need to you need to come home. You need to come home right now. Dad did something very bad. Very, very bad. Come come home right now. That was my sister calling me out of nowhere. Uh, I was visiting Miami, visiting my family. I just finished taking a second bong rip at my friend's house. Um immediately panic attack set in. Uh but then I was like, don't have the panic attack yet. Wait, because you know your sister Veronica, I says to myself. Uh, she's an over-exaggerator, you know? Um, like, for example, uh, Adrian, the house is broken. I don't know where the broom is. You know, it's like, how does this work? How does a broom work? What, what do you do? I, you know, I grew up with her. Um, she's got real, like, really into political things, and uh, you know, but she doesn't know how the ice tray works, but yet she's like, did you see the C-SPAN? No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't see the C-SPAN thing. Adrian, get over here. Get over here. Dad did something. I'm like, I don't, I don't, Veronica, you need to use your words. What's wrong? What's going on? I, I just, just get here right now. I'm like two miles away. So, you know, I borrowed my dad's, um, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? Midlife crisis car. It was a Ford Mustang. It was a 97 green Mustang. Incredible Hulk color, you know. I'm 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 booking it because I, I you know when I drop the phone, my dad you know it's a family emergency. Get there. I, I find my father in in the backyard, shaking, sweating, holding shears, cursing to himself or the gods. I don't know. Just rambling Cuban things like, I'm like, I'm freaking out because I'm like slowly walking towards a very scary situation. What did dad do? I'm about to find out. Apparently, while I was gone, uh, I was cooking the family meal. You know, I was giving my mom a break. I had a uh, pork roasting, slow roasted pork, lechon going. I had a rice, you know, right, nice. You know, everything ready. My mise en place, platanitos, little fried plantains ready to fry. When I got back, I just went to my buddy's house. He was just like two miles away. Buzz gone, by the way. Um, <laughs> so apparently during that situation, my dad was sitting on the, on, on the sofa uh, watching very loud U- Univision, as he does. Very loud. And then, and then talks, you know, armchair, armchair Cuban politics by himself while my mom just nods. <laughs> You know, that's the dynamic there. Um, my father, he likes to, to hire local people in the neighborhood to do random shit that he doesn't want to do. Uh, you know, there's been multiple little Guatemalans doing plumbing growing up and favors, you know, Latin, Latin community. They do favors for each other. 
And uh, well, this time he decided to to hire a couple older black gentlemen, you know, who were, were you know soliciting some gardening stuff. And I was like, okay, okay, look, okay, can you go outside and trim the trees? Trim the tree over there, it's growing over the fence. Trim it, trim it, trim the trees. That's the only instructions these gentlemen had. Uh, <laughs> dad went back to his chair. Okay, Univision, Cuba, politics, okay. <laughs> Fucking sleeps, he's out. He's, he's sleeping. And uh, apparently, the tree that they trimmed was a 25-year-old mango tree. Cut it down to a stump. A fucking stump. Pieces of the mango tree on the swale. I mean, it was like just fucking war. Decimated. Only thing left was like a little leaf sticking out of the stump. I mean, this thing was like 30 feet tall, you know. Mangoes. I mean, this was, they killed the fatted calf. Our family heirloom, 25 years. That's why my dad was convulsing, sweating, wearing a tank top as, as the, the Florida sun sinking away. Mosquitoes. I don't know what he was saying. He may have said racial shit. He's old, okay? He's old. He said negros. That means black people. Okay, he do not. We do not need to yell this outside in our neighborhood. Let's. And so I, you know, I'm I'm the chill motherfucker in the family. Uh, got a bunch of crazies. I turned into a comedian. Anyway, so I, I I physically took the shears out of my dad's hands. I put them aside. I'm like, Dad, let's just go in. Let's go in. You know, like it was just a weird switch for me. You know, because he's my father. You know, strength. And now I had to be. Tender strength. Come on, come on. Let's just, you know, I had to physically take him in and walk him in. And he's just, you know, he's just just mumbling, you know. I sat him down. My mom's freaking, Ay, no puedo con esto, no puedo. I can't, I can't. My mom, you know, she's always very relaxed, always calmed his craziness, you know. And I still had a mission. The family meal was still being fucking cooked, all right? I had the pork going. I was like, this is the only way. I found peace in this kitchen. Uh, and I told my dad, I'm like, just to cheer him up, I knew he loved mariquitas, which is fried plantains, little little starchy fried plantains. So I was like, mira, te voy a hacer mariquita para que te calma, eh? Te calma. I'll make your favorite. He's like, okay, 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 okay. He takes his Xanax, passes out. It's fine. He needed that. He needed a second one. But I, I realized that my mom said, por favor, enciéndeme la velita de, de Guadalupe. Please, would you light the Guadalupe candle? And I'm like, sure, I'll do San Judas, whatever. Get them all the saints out. Let's chill this house out. But I remember, I, like, I was like, I was in the kitchen. I was like, okay, let's, I'm going to calm the family down. This is, my, this is my domain, right? My mom, you know, she's, she's like, I only have one candle left. And it was all the way at the bottom. I don't, which, I don't know how the hell that happens. Because if you ever bought one of those Mexican candles, shit lasts for like two decades. You don't need, it was on the bottom. And she's like, eh, que no puedo. She's like trying, I'm like, and I, I remembered a trick. I was like, oh shit, spaghetti. You light up the spaghetti, dried spaghetti. You get all the way to the bottom of the thing. My mom, set 80 years, did not know that trick. I taught her that. Now she could light up her own velitas when she wanted to. 
all the way to the bottom. And I felt good, you know, like, okay, we lost a tree, but we have the family. We still got the meal, you know, it was food. Food's my life, you know, it's got two minutes left. And um, fast forward, I'll, I'll try to tell us fast. Um, you know, life just throws everything at you at the same time. The good, the bad, sometimes it's, it all, you have to deal with it somehow. My mom passes away and uh, I also get a, a chance to get on Food Network. So I had this big Skype audition with, uh, maybe I shouldn't mention the name, but I'll say something similar. It was called Cut Scrote Kitchen. Anyway, so, I don't know, I think I signed something. I can't talk about it. But on Cut Scrote Kitchen, if you've never, if you don't know the premise of Cut Scrote Kitchen, uh, they pair three chefs, four chefs, and they, and they basically, you don't cook at all. It's not about cooking at all. It's about throwing darts at, at genitals. It's about, you know, underwater, you have to prepare an omelet underwater. You know, it's like everything, again, I hate it. I hate it. As a chef, I'm like, this is fucking, there's two things I, I don't joke, I, I take serious. It's joking and cooking and sex. Those are the three things I take very seriously. So I was very, I was like, look, this is my dream. I need to do this. I got to do this. You know, this, how am I going to get on Food Network? Okay, but I, I woke up, I remember that day because it was like the funeral it was like two days before, and I flew back here to do this Skype interview. And I woke up just a new and improved depression. Just, uh, just deeper, darker. <laughs> and yet I had a Skype interview in about half an hour. I, I was tearing up at the bus station like, the fuck is this? What, the, what, 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 what is this? I get there, and... Uh, it was a nightmare scenario on Cut Scrow Kitchen on the Skype. I, I'm not very technically savvy, so I had to go to my friend's house and, you know, use his room. He's a band guy, so he had guitars and shit all around. And uh, the production guy named Terrell, I don't know who these two people were. They were at a central casting for, like, just awful Hollywood types. His first thing was like, hey... We're going to have to do something about this room. I can't. I can't even. We're going to have to frame it. This is going to be the hard part. We're going to have to frame this. It's, oh. Can you Skype somewhere else? I'm like, I, 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 I'll, I'll move stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. This is going to be the hardest part. Just, and then he's like, okay, okay, just this, son, move. It's like 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, fucking, is this a Skype or am I actually on the show now? Is this the show? Are we doing the show? Just, can you, ah, uh, ah, uh, this is awful. Can it just, and I have, I usually have very thick glasses. I, I ran out of contacts that day. He's like, uh, the glasses, get rid of them. Get rid of them. I'm like, yeah, okay. So now I'm Asian the whole time because I can't see anything. He's like, just, just make sure you notice, okay, Bev is going to come on and she's going to give the directions. Just can you physically watch her when she says, when you wrap up, wrap up something, she's going to do something like this, and you're going to wrap up that little tail, okay? Can you, can you just, can you just, and it's just awkward. I'm, I'm like looking over. They're asking me questions. It was, I did not want to be there. This was my moment of truth, and I fucking hated it. They didn't want to hear anything about me and cooking or my mom and how I got into Cuban cooking or anything. They wanted sound bites. Like, okay, okay, Bev, Bev, you know. I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it, but her voice sounded like there was plastic surgery in her throat. And she's like, oh, can you, okay. First of all, 
First of all, can you say this? This is our little, this is our little motto. Can you say, boo girl? I'm like, what's that? Boo girl. Can you say, boo girl? We're going to get started like this. I'm like, boo girl. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so. And she proceeds to like manipulate me like a fucking doll. Okay, now I want you to disparage your competitors. Tell her how much better than you are, better than they are. But you're better than they are. Tell them how much, how awful they are. I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. I'm not, can we talk about how I watched Julia Child when I was eight years old? Can we, we're not in, we're not talking about that. No. We want sound bites now. I fucking hated the interview. Yeah, it was the worst. I had I was lost for words. Didn't even know how to react. I didn't want to do this anymore. I wanted to throw my dream away. It was bullshit. Yeah. She's like, don't forget to send in your chef packet, your pictures and your chef. I'm like, nah, fuck y'all. I ain't doing this. This is not me. It's not going to be the way. So two weeks go by. Oh, I did not like life now. Oh, even darker depression. Oh, food, comedy, nothing. I want nothing of it. Just want to curl up and sleep. I had new roommates. I had to pretend to be okay with. Hey, good to see you. I'm going to go cry over here now. <laughs> hey, that's cool. I changed the water filter. Okay, fuck this. Fuck. <laughs> fucking shit. Two weeks go by. I have a dream. Uh, and my mom appears. She's in her comfortable chair. She'd watch the Marlins. She loved watching the Marlins. The only thing I remember the dreams she said to me was, Sigalo tuyo. Which means, do your thing. Do your thing. I think I know what she meant by that. So uh, I go visit my, my family home, not my mom in there, during the Christmas. And uh, the mango tree grew back. Real big. Right now it's really big fruit, so from that little leaf. Thank you. Adrian Mesa, everyone. Narrators is produced by me, Ron Doyle, and Aaron Rollman, with help from Karen Wachtel, Jesse Witten, Scott Carney, and Sydney Crane. As always, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Bumport Theatre Company, Illegal Pete's, From the Hip Photo, and Great Divide Brewing Company. Our theme music is by Whalehawk, and we'd also like to thank TikTok, who provided the outro music you're listening to right now. You can find a link to their music in the show notes for this episode. Our live shows take place every third Wednesday of the month. You can find more information about those shows on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at our website, thenarrators.org. If you haven't subscribed, what are you waiting for? We got these tiny little doses of humanity for you every week and hundreds of stories in our archives. And while you're at it, take a moment to tell someone about this podcast or leave a review. 
We've added quite a few new listeners this year, and we're thrilled to have you. Friends in Canada, we see you. Uh, Friends on the Eastern Seaboard, we see you too. And we'd love to hear from you. So please reach out, say hello, tell us your story. We'll be back next Friday with a new episode. Until then, thanks for listening. Yeah. (laughs) Womp, womp, womp. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.